And it's like, oh, that's what they've been doing the whole time. The whole time. time. <laughs> the whole time. Like, I forgot once, they were on the planet. Once like, they warmed I'm, that rock, they just <laughs> sat around that rock. Just it's been like hands. six hours. <laughs> Hi, I'm Paul. I'm Chelsea. And I'm Abby. And welcome to Three to Beam Up. Today we're going to be talking about Season 3, Episode 1, Spock's Brain. So, so what, 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 what are we doing here with this episode? What is? I what honestly is have been thinking about this since I watched it, and I'm just kind of like, I mean, there's a lot we can talk about, but also it's kind of just like, you know what? This episode is so deeply weird that I don't even know where to start. <laughs> well, let do you want to start in costume corner? We can. Sure, that's as good a place as any. <laughs> All right, I like it, guys. Those leotards and those booties, I need them. That's all I have to I say. Had a lot of questions about the construction of the oh, women's outfits. I have a lot of questions. Like I eventually kind of figured it out, but the backs still like perplex me, and I didn't see them yeah. enough for me to so, figure it out how they're constructed. Some, just stiff fabric, I think, right? Or I sort of... I think so. It must be either stiff fabric some or there's like some structure. kind of structure underneath. Like I don't know, like cardboard or something. I and it must have been it like a. Taped on like a coat back. hanger, like yeah. A coat I mean, hanger framing of that. Yeah, you know? it's possible. There's a couple of things they could have done to get that effect with the back of the dresses, and like I kind of want to know: Are the boots like all one piece? Are they separate pieces? Sure. Are they attached really to like garters? Are they attached? Like what? I I just the construction confused me. I I liked them actually. I really liked the designs. Like they were pretty weird and cool. Like I, it's I, it's not that. I just the physics of it. I just want to know how it works, and it really bothers me that I don't <laughs> I'm know. Sure, I'm sure you could find some plans for those, some design plans Maybe. online I somewhere. Yeah, I bet somebody's was... made those. Abby, I had a lot a... of yeah. I was just gonna say that'd be a great one to go to a convention in. Yeah, it would actually. Well, it would be really great. But I, I bet that somebody has made these before I'm and sure. worn them to a convention. Yeah, I can't yeah. imagine not they to wouldn't. not to diminish it because yeah, these but those are these are great. I can't. Yeah, no, they're then, great outfits. Then there's the men's costumes, yeah. which <laughs> which feel like they just got them off the set of like uh, they're doing I... some sort of half-assed documentary about like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah. Well, and it's not even that, like, like I can kind of understand how the women's dresses are structured better just because they have all the technology and stuff. Like, sure, okay. But the dudes, like, their stuff is all over the place. They shouldn't mm-hmm. have anything that's fitted. Like, nothing should be fitted. They really shouldn't have anything with seams. Like, that shouldn't be a thing. Well, like, the women made those for them, right? I thought did that was they? I thought did the they? women made the I tunics. I didn't think I so. Don't, because it's, I don't think well, that's it's the really read. different than the costumes outside, which are like the cave people costumes, which are just like skins. Well, oh, wait, 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 wait. Okay, we're sorry. We're talking about two different sets. Yeah, you're right, yeah. you're right. So there's the, the people, the guards inside. Which is, yeah. I think yeah. Chelsea's right. Yeah, I, I I'm sorry. I was I think I was talking about the people I, on the surface. I was surface. talking about the surface people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
yeah. No, yeah. I, so I don't understand. I agree is, with you. <laughs> yeah, and like there's weird fur. It's clearly like yeah, a yeah, leather yeah. or something. The very yeah, yeah, yeah. Fur. Very fake leather. The, um, yeah, yeah. But, I just yeah. have. Yeah. I have a they lot get, of questions about like the like how would these people who obviously do not know anything construct any of these clothes? Like there would not that's not how that works. <laughs> it's not how that or, works. Or, or I, have the resources for it, right? They they yeah, imply that there's no life on this planet, like yeah. it's a scattered human life. Like where and they, they also like they don't have the weapons to take down like animals no, that would do this. They only they have, have like, clubs and stuff. Clubs. All they did, yeah, well, yeah, and so all they did when they attacked the away team was like throw clubs at them. I'm like, throw that's clubs. Not how yeah, clubs I was like, work. this is not. A... <laughs> it's not. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we talk we talk way too much about D and D, but yeah. anyone who plays D and D, next time you uh you have a bludgeoning weapon, just tell your DM you want to throw, throw that in a ranged attack and <laughs> not hit people with, see what sort of penalties they make you incur. <laughs> well, like for reals though. I, I agree. I did think that, yeah, the, the men that were on the inside in, like, the fancy tunics, I those thought those better. were made by the women. I am fine with saying that. That is acceptable yeah. to me. I was yeah, talking okay. about the, the surface yes, dwellers. Yes, and you're correct. You're correct. And they're, they're, uh, they didn't make sense. Okay. Uh, let's also sense. mention Spock's jumpsuit from This Side of Paradise. Yes. I, yeah. I recognized back. right yeah, away. Nice. And I was like, awesome. I was very happy. Yeah, whatever, man. Yeah, like, I mean, <laughs> no, I loved it. I love that. I um, also have some issues with. Uh, they know that it's a really cold planet, so instead of oh, yeah. going down with like parkas or something, they just go <laughs> down in their coat. regular uniforms. Wear a coat, Kirk. <laughs> and they even go so far as to say it. Chekhov's like, "Is the balmy like forty degrees?" I don't know where that accent was, but I don't know where it was. <laughs> it was, a, that I was think, were you pitching? I think you got to Italian is where you got to. I, but. No I love Italy. I w- I definitely need to travel more. That's the message of this podcast. We all need to um, travel more. We're all trapped in our houses forever. Yeah. Yes, we are. Um, oh, the um, how about those belts with the green buttons? I oh sure love yeah, sure. those. I seriously wish I had a device to make men around me fall down in pain. That would solve a lot. A lot of problems. Honestly, that was. I kind of think. Yeah, they were kind of like um, invisible fence collars for dogs, you know. Right, but and for like men. I feel, I feel like men need those, like just just when they're being misogynist and terrible, which is most of the time. Just push, like push just like button. bad, Fair. bad. <laughs> I, yeah, I just yeah, yeah. I was just watching a documentary on the Yorkshire Ripper. And the misogyny is was alive and well in the seventies with this like murderer on the loose in England, and I was like, I was like, wow, wow, this is just wow. No, no, yeah. But anyway, that's a completely different story. So, but, but yeah. So and well, and, and so that's about it for costumes, though, right? Well, I have my costumes is also with sets and props. So I mean, I I can talk about. Oh. So for example, Go the for remote it. that Bones has. Loved the remote to control Spock. Yeah, I like the uh, remote we'll get control. There. I like the prop. Yeah, the, prop, like the prop is cool. We'll talk That's about remote mean. control Spock. I have thoughts about remote control Spock. <laughs> yeah, we'll get, we'll get there. We'll get there. I mean, yeah. We're in um, costume corner. Yeah. Um, the tray of brightly colored food. You guys know I always love the trays of like colored melon. Colored, yeah. I, it's like 10 out of 10 would recommend. Um, I loved uh, the set of the machine that held Spock's brain. Uh, uh, the teacher, I love that prop, and I still do. Um, I love the way it, like, goes back and forth into the wall. Like, um, oh, I think this is one of the only episodes we see Sulu's prop, like, come in and out of the console. 
Yeah, that was. Yeah, there's so many of those. Yeah. That one was. We talked about that a long time ago, but. Yeah, um, a long time. And then also, guys, I don't know if you saw the Cigna Draconis star system chart. Oh, yeah. I knew you were going to love that. I knew you were too. As soon Um, as that came up, I was like, Chelsea wants this for her wall. I want that poster so bad. You know, I have a note later, and I forgot to look it up, but what planet are they on? The six. Six or seven? They're on six. but they they said seven twice. In seven era. later. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. 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 I was wondering if that was. That's a, not, yeah. It's like, on memory alpha okay. that they're like they said it seven twice. It was they weren't supposed to. <laughs> it's definitely six. <laughs> I'm guessing they, somebody yeah. put the Roman numerals in the script and it's instead of the number oh, and people were like uh seven. <laughs> so that's oh my, my gosh yeah. So I guess I haven't watched this episode in forever because it's bad. Um, but, uh, I did not remember the red alert opening, and then also at the beginning there are, like, multiple women on the bridge, all in a different colored dress. Um, and that's also when the Sulu's, like, computer thing, like, moves in and out of the console. And I will also note that no one talks for a really long time at the beginning. I don't know if you guys noticed that, but it was, like, a a, long silence. It's a good enough intro, right? And then... I have a perhaps unpopular opinion. (laughs) I think this episode is batshit insane and makes zero sense. Oh, yeah. It's wild and wacky. However, I did find it oddly compelling. (laughs) I think... I, I, I think too. that we've been sort of like... We've been tempered by watching these the rest of these. And... I think in isolation, a lot of people, and, and this is not a good episode. Let's no, it's not. It's, it doesn't um, make any sense. <laughs> I'm not defending Spock's brains. But I think that this one gets tossed out by people who have watched the whole series. And then you look back and you say, well, what's the worst? And you say Spock's brain. And, and you sort of inflate the, the, the variance this has from the, the center of the distribution of badness. Um, more than you would otherwise. Yeah, you forget about think, some of these other yeah, bad I episodes. Still, what's the one? What's the one with the terrible like? Oh, they're American, but not really. Oh, oh Omega Glory. Omega, Omega Glory. Glory. Yeah. yeah, I still think that is a worse episode than this. I might be right there with <laughs> you. Mary. Yeah. Um, Mary I still hate Mary, Mary more than I would watch Spock's yeah. yeah. Brain before I watch Mary again. Oh, like, absolutely. Yeah. Like I do not think this is actually the worst episode. I think it's no. an insane no. episode. I, I agree. <laughs> it's premised on so little, and at, and yeah. a lot of these other episodes, at least, and I think people take into account stuff like the budget. And like Omega Glory still had a budget. Yeah, yeah, that's um, true. And this one it zero budget. Did not. They had no dollars. Um, <laughs> but it's also premised. It's premised on a good idea, and it's premised on well, not a good idea. Mm. It's premised on a very like sixties <laughs> tropey sci fi right. idea. I'll give you that. that. Like. That, hey, what if somebody stole this guy's brain, you know? Yeah. yeah. I, it's yeah. And interesting. then it goes off the rails pretty quick. Oh, for well, sure. It jumps Like, the like really quick. Okay. <laughs> None well, of it that, makes sense. Guys, did you observe slash love the dramatic shake at the beginning with, like, Nurse Chapel flying around? Oh, bones yeah. flying almost... around? <laughs> it was the pain. The, they were, the... It wasn't a shake. Stop. They were in pain. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was it. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Abby. <laughs> they, were, they were being, like tortured and like everybody i i also noticed how like how kirk falls like i'm like shatner did not think about that because he had to stay in that position for a while and i am sure yeah, it was uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. he did not think that through <laughs> like yep. he's like half so, on the chair and half not i'm like that was a bad call man <laughs> it was a bad call <laughs> 
so it's very quick we get into sickbay and McCoy is uh I mean McCoy just has wild and wacky lines to give this whole episode. Oh wait, wait, let me get um, let me get there. Okay, I'm there. Um, yeah, so and again, uh, we could summarize we we've talked about this before. We might have talked about this last episode. Was that when it was? Changeling? Boy, I forget. Yeah. Yeah, because it was the biological unit that can't be repaired or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um that that this is this very like sixties old school mentality of like the brain and like brains are computers, this computer right. has brain, brain is computer. And that it's like interchangeable and even to the end po- point of like McCoy is basically like has a computer and is like, okay, here's like serial port A and I have to put it in there and like yeah, exactly. here's a blue wire, I have to put it in the blue hole. Um and <laughs> <laughs> like that is how he's doing this complex brain surgery. Um, with like a Fisher Price, my first brain surgery <laughs> kit. Um, but that's the that's the like underlying yeah. problematic part of this is that that it's a very like sixties right. early cognitive revolution. Well, and the fact that they think that they can keep Spock alive without his brain for any. Reason. Oh boy! So <laughs> I, man, I love wish, this, you guys. <laughs> I wish we had on the bingo card a trope of um, we have X amount of time to do something and we do it in X minus one. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's true. Um, and in 24 hours, Spock will crumple to the ground dead. But if we get to him in 23 hours and 59 minutes, he's, he's 100%. <laughs> he feels better than ever. You bring that up a lot, around. and you are 100% correct. Yeah. Um, <laughs> also, like, McCoy jumps around a bunch. Like, he says that the reason Spock was able to survive having oh, his brain God. ripped out is that, like, the Vulcan... Yeah. Physique. The Vulcan physiology. Was able to, like, was able <laughs> to handle later, it, essentially. But then, but then later, later he was like, he's like, his Vulcan, like, physiology won't let this happen for longer than 24. Yep. And I'm just like. <laughs> yeah, he was like, if he was human, one. we could keep him alive forever. One, but since he's, a, since he's a Vulcan that was better at doing this, he's worse so now. So weird. It was so, it, like, it, um, so none of this sense. And there are some questions of, like, what was, like, how much they took out. Right. And at first, like, McCoy's kind of hand-wavy about it. And so there's a lot of things they could have hand-waved more since Spock is Vulcan. Like, they could have been like, oh, you know, he still has his spinal cord, right? He still has a, a good chunk, not, well, a chunk of his central nervous system in his spinal cord. It could be like, the Vulcan spinal cord has, like, redundancies for heartbeat and lung, like... Yeah. That could, you could say that. That's a throwaway line that, then, like, takes away a lot of this critique. Uh, and they don't. Um... And it is a question of, like, did they take his spinal cord? That's well, that's an open question. Until the end. Like, so would they have, he does... Would, hmm? would they have known, like, where those things were controlled in the 60s? Oh, certain, certainly. Um, I mean, Spock talks about it, right? He talks about the medulla oblongata, uh, oblongata later in the episode, which implies that, that they did take his brain at least down to the end of the brainstem, which would make sense, right? That would be, like, the brain before you start to transition in a spinal column. Um, and those are the places, right, those, like, very... Uh, low parts of the brain um, that would handle those sorts of uh, autonomic functions, like breathing and heartbeat. So it's like, he, and that's how he's powering the base, right? That's how he's making like air flow through the ducts of the base. Oh yeah, that's the allegedly there. the like. But also, mm-hmm. then they really only need like that. Like they only need one tiny part of his brain. They don't need his frontal lobe or like any of that. Um, they don't need most of the most of the brain it seems like they need something that says like turn on they need an hvac system right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think they need like correct. a they need like a nest so 
Paul, can I go back to your comment on these lines that divorce oh, Kelly sure. has to say? Oh, I yeah. how this is a testament to his acting ability. How uh, could he look at the camera and with remotely a straight face say, his brain is gone? <laughs> <laughs> or, or, but there is no mind. Like, I just, and with the eyebrow raises, this is some of that classic eyebrow raising. Yeah, I think it was interesting here because I think McCoy, I think DeForest Kelly is like doing some hard carrying uh, of this episode (laughs) for a bit. But I think he sees the writing on the wall of how bad it is. And I think he gives up at certain (laughs) points. And I think Spock in a very different sort of way, Leonard Nimoy like at the very end of the episode is one of the rare times in Trek, like a very rare form that Nimoy is like seriously overacting to a point that was like hard to watch. Um, when his brain is put back in and it's like, Oh, this is not Spock. Like a very rare Nimoy fail. Um, and it was one of those, like, yeah, I guess maybe he was kind of frustrated that the whole episode, he had to literally phone it in. Yeah. Um, yeah, that poor man. I just like back. I have so many notes where I'm like, poor Nimoy. He's just sitting there and having to stare straight ahead and not like do anything. Like I'm like, well, and then like stand off camera and like talk into a like a literal phone, right? Yeah. To be yeah. like, we're talking on communicator to him. It so. was. It was. Ugh, it was. Yeah. Oh, it was yeah, rough. it was a it weird. Was there was so much more they could have done with that too, like especially with McCoy. Right? There, there's so many ways he could test that, and especially yeah. things like spinal function, like. Um, these fun science, well, fun medical trivia, right? You could have done a patellar reflex, right? Where you tap his, your knee, mm-hmm. um, right? Because that is not a test of if your knee works. It's a test of if your um, what, L2, 3, 4 thoracic vertebrae work uh, of your spinal column, right? That's what's being tested. So that should have still worked without his brain. But that would be like a fun medical fact to have in there. Of like, you could do that without a brain as long as, well, you know, the spinal column is still doing something, which... Yeah, I anyway. I just, I can't, like, I, I do think it's a, t- I do think you're right, he eventually does throw in the towel. But to just be able at all to, like, say that stuff, and to keep it together for that scene, oh, it, yeah. it, it's so that. far beyond my acting ability, like, I could never have done that. <laughs> like, um, Oh, you yeah. can do it, it's just, it's really difficult. <laughs> when it's bad, draining. when it's, when you know it's a bad show, and you know it's not very well written, it is very draining to perform that. <laughs> Trust me. Right. Trust and that's, that's what I, like, I, I'm not very good at that. I can do it with music because I've been trained, but like not the other arts. Well, then we go to this bridge scene after, after Medbay and unless you guys wanted to talk more about that first Medbay scene. I don't care. Let's move on. No. <laughs> well, I, no. I actually, I liked this next scene a lot and I, I always have. I remember thinking this before because Chekhov, Sulu, and Uhura really get like chances to shine. Yeah. I think this is one of the best parts of the episode. Yeah. And I, I like the part where, like, Kirk and Chekhov really go back and forth. And he, he like, kind of yells at Chekhov. But, like, uh, he, like, it's it comes across more as, like, he's pushing him to, like, like think on his feet. At, like, like kind of priming him for the command track. And I think Kirk does a good job there. And, again, her is contributing a bunch. Chekhov is contributing a bunch. Who's, like, oh, yeah, Uhura is great. She's great the one who asks, like, the question good that questions. is then yeah. it immediately acknowledged by a man repeating the question so you know it's important. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank God. Otherwise, we would just think it was a throwaway. Um, and, yeah, no, I did really like that scene. And that's also where we get the star chart So that I want yeah. in my room. So, so if anyone happy. has that, so just... 
You can also get it from me on a shirt. That would be fine. Um, I would really like that's that. Not true. I feel like we need a like a page on our website that's just the things Chelsea would like if you find them. <laughs> yeah, or make them. Here's um, a PO box. Just send them to her. <laughs> so that's already the point. Like they beam down and they say oh, they have yeah. like five hours left, right? Yeah, so, yeah. Like, something they've like already that. burned eighteen hours somehow. Well, they, they were finding... following the ion trail. The ion of the trail. ship. Okay, so that's that's how they burned eighteen hours. Okay. I guess yeah. so. Uh, yeah, it took them a long time, and they're all pretty well rested for having been like chasing this ship for yeah. eighteen hours. Well, if you're just chasing I, a ship, I will say, <laughs> quick science corner, very quick science corner. They really say ions a lot in this episode, and I'm not going to dwell on it because they didn't either. So <laughs> no. you know. It was just a thing. They really didn't talk about it's it. It's a which thing. We should, we should keep that. I no, think I'm not going to dwell on it because they didn't. So. Yeah. yeah. I think that's a good call. Um, let's see. They So we're getting down to, uh, to the planet. We're down on the planet. They get attacked by... <laughs> they forgot the, to bring their coats. They, yeah, they did not bring any hats or mittens or scarves. Oh my god. Security oh. is also so bad. Like, everywhere. Oh, I love the, I love the cut, like, late in the episode... Where they cut back to Chekhov, like sitting next to that rock that he's hit with the phaser, and it's like, oh, that's what they've been doing the, <laughs> the whole, whole time. time. <laughs> the whole time. Like, I forgot once, they were on the planet. Once like, they warmed I mean, that rock, they just sat around that rock. Just it's been their like hands. six hours. And they, yeah, and they didn't even like sit down. They no. just no, like just, were still hunched over. They're squatting. Over. It's a good exercise. Uh, That's what they do in yeah. Starfleet to train. And then they cut away from them and they're never talked about again. So, but I Never. Chekhov did so little here when they got down to the planet. No, but I I love it when they heat the rocks. You know, that's like always oh, yeah, my I, favorite thing. <laughs> yeah, because then you get red glowy rocks, you know? Oh my goodness. Oh, and I did, I enjoyed the fight scenes a lot. You know how I love it when they fight uh, <laughs> actors that are purposely picked for being larger than them. Yeah, yeah. Well, I thought that was a weird choice too because the guy they knock out says, he has a line that's like, you're so small or something like you're not like us you're so small it's like dude you're like 150 pounds wet like <laughs> dude, he was like and he was like a, an inch or two taller than than shatner it's like if you were gonna yeah. have that be the the takeaway like get somebody that's like you know six five at least get somebody that's like over six i don't know how tall shatner is i don't think he's, he's five that tall. uh five eleven i think yeah so like this guy i think was maybe like six one tops but, like, get somebody that dwarfs Shatner. Um, and I think there were taller people in that crew, but, like, maybe they don't want to give them lines. Like, maybe they just knows. weren't good at that. Yeah, but, that. yeah, so they, yeah, they get there, they have that fight, they go in the little trap thing, and they go down the trap, and <laughs> then they Which, get, oh my and God, they knock out that, the girl. Guys, that yeah, elevator, yeah. can we just stop, can we, uh, we gotta go back to the elevator trap thing. All right. Take it. First of all, the effect just being made by the camera shake. 15 out of 10 would recommend. Second of all, McCoy asking for Chekhov to like send down his stomach. Also, 15 out of 10. That was a good 10. line. I did enjoy that line. Dad slash doctor joke. 100%. I love my boy. Um, that's all I have to say. Was it before that point where McCoy beamed down the Spock robot? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. I think that was also so a very do we interesting want, scene. Do we want to like... go ahead and talk about remote control Spock? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we might as I think well. <laughs> I'll, I'll start and then I'll, I'll hand it back to you. But I want to say that the, the first thing that I thought was amazing is that McCoy was like, no one could ever remove a brain from a thing. We've never seen anything like this in medical science. And then in less than a day, he built a fully functioning Spock robot. And, and then to top it off, it's so trivial of a medical uh, miracle. miracle he has just done that Kirk is not even phased. He's not like, oh, you made a Spock robot. He's just like, oh, cool. <laughs> and he knows how the remote works. Yep. Yeah. Enough to later, like, do fine motor yeah. control. Yeah. <laughs> like, Okay, I take just, away, yeah. All right, he has no brain, but he, they have this thing, instead of on, like, the back of his neck, where it would at least make a top, little bit yeah. more sense, like, to control from the spinal column, they have it on top of his head, where there is a sp- supposedly no brain. I have so many issues. Like, I'm like, is this supposed to replace his brain? And it's, like, connected all... I'm like, I'm like, what? What? Like, I... I all I wanted was for them to have that like on the back of his neck. That's oh, all I wanted, yeah. and then I would have honestly it. been okay with it. Then you couldn't see it. You would forget that he's a robot, I, right? This is the well, conversation they'd they have like, in the writing room. They could have had like a neck, a big neck thing, or it could have like had things over the top of his head. Like that would have been even okay. I would yeah, but Abby, remember? It. Okay, now we're in the writing room. Abby, we have twenty dollars budget right now. And <laughs> all you need is some silver we're talking pipe cleaners. About, all you need is silver pipe yeah, cleaners. We, That's all you we need. Do, or we don't have the budget for that anymore. <laughs> I just I no, have they a lot of some feelings. Budget. <laughs> We could get white pipe cleaners. Those are cheaper. Is that fine? fine. And yeah, then that's you fine. could build paint them silver. That's not that. Yeah. Hard. Oh no, we do not have budget for spray paint. Well, they no. probably have paint lying around. <laughs> it's a it's a movie it. set. We have to we have to sell the paint to get. We the had pipe to cleaners. spray paint those cardboard wrist bracelets things like. Yeah, it's 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 a, it's a gift of the magi situation. We had to sell the paint, pipe <laughs> <laughs> cleaners and. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my gosh! Yeah, that's anyway that. Well, the gift of the Magi, I always have problems with that because I'm like, her hair will grow back. She'll be able to use those combs eventually, whereas the guy's watch is gone. Anyway, that's a whole other story. It's a dumb story. (laughs) But, oh, yeah. So that is my big issue with the the Spock remote control robot. Like, I just, I'm like, they couldn't have just beamed him down eventually or, like, gotten the coordinates. Like, I don't know, man. But Spock robot, I... I think it's... I think it's one of those where, like, it's already so far gone that I think I'm kind of Kirk in that, where I'm just like, yeah, I mean, you're already there. Like, (laughs) you know, whatever. Like, you already crossed this line. Like, this is not the line. The line was, like, a a few football fields back. Like, you're you're well past the line. That's fair enough. I just... Go for it. But I agree with you. We could pick that apart a bunch. And I... Uh, I mean, I have a lot of notes on it, but it's... Yeah. Okay, so we meet the women on the planet. And they are apparently real dumb. And don't know how anything works. I look... Again, so we we said this, I think, before we started recording, but McCoy talks to them for five seconds and is like, this woman has the mind of a child. Yeah. Quote, hers is the mind of a child. I... I, it's it's real problematic the sexism. It's very obviously. Oh, it's so sexist, yeah. Um but I do like the way the women feed the men like they're pets. I also yes. want men pets. <laughs> treat, you a treat, you a treat. 
<laughs> uh, 10 out of 10, yes, would recommend that. Um, but yes, you're so they, they meet at first woman and she's in like the orange leotard or in boots or maybe it's yellow or something. It doesn't and, matter. And then they eventually get to the leader. Mm-hmm. Wait, do they get knocked out first? Yeah. Uh, right, because they, well, they walk around with the one they, they, get first oh yeah they walk around with her a bit and then i think it's when they run into the leader that she just zaps him right yeah okay mm-hmm. then they okay. go to like the tribunal yep. where the women are just like we have no idea what you're talking about oh god uh, this was also i mean you want to take it Chelsea? because we want oh to god the sexism the yeah oh god yeah, yeah. all right can yep. we talk about the listing of the things women can't do here are, oh, yeah, here are yeah. the okay. things women can do. Okay. They cannot build the machines. They can't be a doctor. They can't operate. They can't control the complex. They can't lead. They can't be an engineering genius. They are so pissed and threatened that the women are in charge. I, I can't. <laughs> at, at, at the risk of being a man who then says all those same things again, uh, all those same things again. But louder and, and in <laughs> a louder. more important and way. In a, and in a man's voice. Uh, That's the important thing here. <laughs> no, I, I, I have notes on all that. You're 100% right. <laughs> it's, it was so bad. Because, yeah, they're very much like, she's like, I'm the leader. And they're like, um, but... Mm, uh, do, but do you, you don't have, like, have a penis, <laughs> so we're confused. Like, do you have a leader that's more like, mm, 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 more like us? But like, mm, uh... <laughs> oh my god, it's so bad, you guys. I just yeah. like, I, I just, and this is the part. I think it might be this part that like really causes, like, the majority of people to think that it's bad, right? I would uh, not agree with that, actually. No, I, I don't I think... think the sexism throws off people <laughs> that no, who are who especially... are stereotypically TOS fans. I don't think especially the in the sixties. I don't think no, that but I yet. think no, no. I mean, right now, I think this might be part of why it gets a reputation as such a bad episode because it's so obvious, it's so overt, and it's so cringeworthy that you're just like, oh. I, I think the brain stuff. I mean, okay, I'm going to say they're both very cringeworthy, but I think the brain stuff is more cringeworthy. It is. I, mean, it is ju- I would say, well, I don't know. I'm also saying that as someone less impacted by sexism, so. I was going to say, it kind of cuts me to my core where I'm, when it's just like, the women cannot, like, oh, just all the things. It is inconceivable yeah. that the women can run this society. Yes. <laughs> and just, and McCoy's yeah. like, who's the doctors? Who does the operating? Like, that's the one that gets to me as, like, since more women right now are medical doctors, right? And I'm just like, God. It is definitely one of those places where I think having... When they get captured and they're tossed in the room and they're, like, planning and stuff. And, boy, they have a bunch of sexist lines in there, too. Um, It's noticeable that Spock is missing, even though he's there, right? He's sitting in a chair. But having Kirk, Scotty, and McCoy... Mm -hmm. Scotty is also very sexist throughout the whole series, right? Oh, um, yeah. Also, does Scotty are... really do anything in this episode? No, like, no, he's no. just there. Like, does he doesn't Chekhov do anything. There. No, does Chekhov, Chekhov doesn't do stuff either other than, like, talk about the planets. But, like, he doesn't really do anything either. But like, I think I, I think one of the important parts here is that, like, Spock usually acts as a foil to some of that dialogue yeah, that McCoy has. Exactly. It's true. And when and he's not there to balance Spock it there, out, yeah, it makes and, it worse. And, yeah. It's worse because Scotty's the one there to balance it out, and he pushes more in that yeah. sexist yes. direction. Yeah. Um, instead of foiling it, which yeah, it was like 
very noticeable. I agree. So yeah. Well, they they eventually they do find Spock's brave, and are, are we basically like I think that's the next scene. Are we basically there? Yeah. Why not? Wait. It doesn't matter. <laughs> so okay, can yeah, we can yeah. we talk about bones here again? I'm sorry. Spock's like, where am I? Like, what's what's happening? And bones quote. You are a disembodied brain. <laughs> and he really needs to work on his bedside manner, you guys. <laughs> like, a lot. What if you heard that as a person? There's, just... I mean, there's some good sci-fi <laughs> that I've read that, like, modern sci-fi. Um, boy, boy, this is a bad episode. I'll do some, be- I'll, I'll do some good recommendations of better sci-fi. Um, there's, there was a series that, Boy, it's like maybe six or seven years old now, but it's basically the same premise of like they take people that uh, have been cryogenically frozen and then try to like turn them into a computer to launch space probes and stuff. So the the first book of the series is We Are Legion parentheses We Are Bob because um, <laughs> Bob is the guy who. It's a very good series, a very good series. It is basically the same premise of like what if you took somebody and you put their brain inside a computer right. and then you told them like oh hey your brain's in a computer and in that series like it turns out a lot of people just immediately go insane. Um, but sometimes it works, <laughs> and that's kind of the premise of the yeah. the whole series. Well, I mean, very, if, very if they were going to do topic. that to anybody, Spock would Spock make is the sense. person, and and it yes. works for him, right? Yes. Like he's yeah, just he's like actually pretty okay with that. <laughs> yeah, it's just like fascinating. He says fascinating a bunch. He does. Yeah, I think I have. I think I clocked it at five. He is also Chelsea. Did you count the number of times they said Spock's brain? I did it. How many is it? I didn't either, so I thought that Abby probably did. I actually did not because I oh, just Oh, so we could have care. a fun game here. Although we don't have the answer. <laughs> yeah, we have Abby, to was... <laughs> rewatch the episode or get well, this, no, this transcript. Well, no, 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 no. Yeah, get the transcript. transcript. Yeah, look it up. Um, pull up the transcript and just, yeah, we could just do a control F in there. Um, yeah, we can. I think that I'm going to toss out that they said it nine times. Are you looking? No, no, I, I want you guys to guess. I mean, oh, uh, well. all right, I'll guess. I'll guess eleven. Uh, I'd probably go. I'd I'd go seven before I'd go eleven. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. Minus okay, so the title is... of the episode on this page. Minus the title of the episode. Yeah. Um, was I right? What did you say, Chelsea? Eleven. You were the closest. Yeah. But you were 15? still lowballing what... it. it. Was fifteen. <laughs> 15. <laughs> Times. I mean, I just I'm, wow. I'm scrolling through this, just just going to the next one, and it's Kirk constantly. What have you done with Spock's brain? What have you done with Spock's brain? Oh, I will say, okay, so at least one of them is Kirk says Spock's brain controls, <laughs> but still, which I guess is still that's fair. Spock's brain. <laughs> it's still said. Yeah. It's still said. Yeah. And it is still possessive. I mean, it is still the... Yeah, okay. yeah, right. yeah, it's the exact gotcha. same. Gotcha. So we definitely get the title of the episode square. And I like we should get like a super square or something. Like... <laughs> yeah, I mean, this has to be the most times a, an, an episode, episode title, title is said. said yeah. I did notice on Memory Alpha, this is the only time in 2S that a Enterprise cast member's name is in the title. Yes. Um, and apparently that is also rare throughout um, the entirety of Trek. That, uh, Q it doesn't happen is... a lot. Q... Data and there was somebody Worf, else I that think. like Worf. I don't remember Worf was. I don't remember Worf being on that list. Um, Hold on, I oh have wait, I have it. That. I have it right here. Um, Bashir. Right. It was Bashir. Oh, Bashir. Q Bashir. Deanna Troy. Uh, 
Ugh, I uh, love to share. Quark and Morn. Yeah. yeah, so I think I don't think Worf has any, strangely. No, I guess not. I thought I saw his name, but I, I, I wasn't paying great attention, to be um, honest with you. But, yeah, so it's not often that this happens, and only time in... And they wasted it on this episode. I think the best use of a character name in a title of an episode is Fistful of Datas. I'm going to go with that. <laughs> sure. <laughs> That's what I think. I'm down with that. <laughs> Followed by Menage Troy, maybe? Ooh, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Those it's a lot funnier than this very boring one. Yes. Yes, it's a lot. It's at least they play with it, which I always appreciate. But anyway, yeah. all right. So they're they do the the teacher bones. No, no, um, no, 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 no. Wait, wait. Can we just talk about the Spock bones banter before then, where Spock I says, guess. "Well, I might trust the doctor to remove a splinter." <laughs> <laughs> Shade. Shade. Even as a disembodied brain, Abby Spock is still so sassy. <laughs> It's true. That's why he's my favorite. So sassy. Um, and I have another question. The question being, what, how does Spock beam them a signal? And why does it take them so long to figure out Spock can beam them a signal? As a disembodied yeah, I would have like that would have been my immediate like oh if you can talk to us you can tell us where you are like you could we can make this happen like that would be an immediate step of logic for me. <laughs> of course they don't have Spock so they don't have any logic. So sure. I guess it makes sense that it takes them a while to figure that out. They're also playing pretty fast and loose with like what Spock's brain as a disembodied brain can do. Right, 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 absolutely. Um, that. He's like, oh, I can tell that, like, my parietal lobe is firing. It's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> But, like, or once even... they figure out he controls the station, like, why don't they just, like, adjust temperature, adjust air, adjust, yeah. like, like yeah. just mess with that, knock everybody out so that they can move around yeah. freely. Like, this isn't, like, yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I vaguely remember, and so I, I can't think of where it would be, if it's in another track or if it's some other series or something. I vaguely thought that the end of this episode, that was the, like, out they had. And it is, it, I think it's a better out than what they do, where um, Spock essentially says, like, oh, yeah, cool. Um, well, I'm going to, like, <laughs> I'm going to go into meditation and, like, lower the temperature of the station. Yeah. And it's like, starts getting cold there. Or, like, turn off the air. And the air, you see, like, you know, the air ducts stop. And they're like, oh, no, he's not going to do what we want him to do. Like, we'll take him out. Um so I think that's somewhere else in something oh, yeah. else I've read or seen. But that would have been a better out here, I think. It would, because when, first of all, when Bones decides he's the one who's going to use the teacher, I had questions about his motivation. Because I'm like, oh, I yeah. don't know that you want to save oh, yeah. Spock so much as you just want to mm-hmm. be really mm-hmm. smart. <laughs> yeah, no, that no, came across. No. St- stop. I have that note. Yep. Stop. Holt. McCoy isn't trying to save Spock. Oh, no, no. He's trying to get famous. Stop. Yep. He is not. That is the note okay. I have. We are stopping right here. <laughs> this horrible, horrible talk. Because what is really going on here is he's being an absolute sweetheart. A darling. Risking his life to volunteer so that he can bring this technique for brain surgery to the world so that other people can be healed. But if it was about that he they wouldn't have like he says that tossed that's the woman in there first also no, i forget her name i should call her the woman but like they force her in against her will first and then they're like well that didn't work she won't do it and mccoy's like well i, I guess i can 
No, he um, begs he Jim. He begs Jim for the chance to volunteer. Yeah, uh, and and, after and his that, reasoning that is that, that he will be able to save, like, countless lives once this technique gets Except out to the Federation. Except for they already have established that it only lasts for, like, three yeah, hours. Yeah, for, like, an hour. Well, and... he apparently thinks that it'll, like, stick in his brain. Well, yeah. he's, he's wrong. Against all... Yeah. He's wrong, um, yeah. He also, I mean... <laughs> Yeah, it's one of the, it's another one of these tropes that happens all the time where they're like, use this machine once, you get superpowers. Use this machine twice, it kills you. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I I don't really understand. I mean, part I think part of it is this episode is not well written, and they really should have had some kind of B plot because the bit where like Bones is starting to forget everything and Spock has to help him, like yeah. I was just like, this was unnecessary. Oh, All they had God. to do is be like. Bones got the knowledge, he fixes Spock, and they didn't yeah. need to have that scene where we watch Bones fix Spock and then forget everything, and then Spock well, has to do stuff. Like, it was so there's bad. no need for that. It very much belittles the complexity of what he's doing, because he's like, oh, I'm forgetting it. And then they even have, I think Kirk has, like, voiceover dialogue that, like, Bones has to rely on his pre-existing medical, medical skills. Knowledge. And he gets and then, all sweaty. Don't forget that part. Yeah, he gets all sweaty, but then Spock is like, did you try connecting the terminal marked A to the wire marked A? Like, <laughs> Spock has given him nothing. And it's like, whoa, so McCoy does not have this basic of knowledge. That, that's what they're saying there, yeah. which is really problematic. Yeah, none of it makes sense. No, it doesn't um, make any sense. It doesn't. And this is yeah. this is the part I think you were referencing with Nimoy's acting, Paul. Um, it's after, after he, gets, he comes out of yeah, the bed. I see. He comes okay. out and he's like babbling. Okay. Yeah. Is, Which is doesn't make yeah. It, I mean, it's, if he had been if he had been like fascinating, if we had thought about it this way, if he'd been very like like monotone, kind of like he usually is, it would have been fine. Yeah. Like it's still kind right. of a dumb speech, but it would have been okay. But his like heightened like it doesn't make any sense the child like yeah, yeah like it like doesn't way. it's not spock and then can there's we, the, we... the line that i should never have reconnected his mouth and i'm like oh my god well i liked that line and that, that goes to the part that is like just really over the top and dumb is when he's like connecting uh, the brain, I know, yeah. and they're like oh i'm gonna connect the right finger now like, oh man, <laughs> that, is, yeah. that is not how any of this works. That's not how any of um, that works. Right. It, it's almost, I mean, I think Futurama, par- I mean, not parodies this, but parodies this idea uh, at least once. And I mean, even Simpsons, right? There's a Simpsons Triasso horror, a Frankenstein parody that parodies this of just like, you have a brain on the ground and you just like toss it in the skull and like <laughs> let the spinal cord connect. And that's it, right? If you just over the top parody it in that sense, like that's almost better than like, He's saying, I have to make all these connections. Right. It's the connections of what to what. No, um, it's it's very problematic. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I, I, yeah. They're also doing surgery, um, seemingly in open air, with McCoy breathing over it, and Scotty, like, leaning over into the... the it's how you do surgery. sterile <laughs> surgical area, um, talking. Um, oh, I love that so much. So, Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's TV. It's it's fine. Um, another instance of extreme overacting. What did you guys think of the acting during? Well, they're supposed to be writing in pain. <laughs> you know, I mean that's just peak like Shatner. Like, yeah. it's, I mean it was all of them. It was DeForest Kelly and James Doohan. Oh yeah, too. for sure. But like honestly, it was it was Shatner. That is not how you <laughs> how you act, and that is not how you should act. At. <laughs> it was. 
whatever, man. This, yeah, this is just, uh, yeah, I think at some point I just kind of gave up trying to make sense because I was just like, none of this, none of it makes sense. None of it has yeah. any, like, vague basis in anything that I uh, just kind of like, okay, we're just gonna, I mean, I kind of want to know what happens because I don't really know where this is going because I don't watch this episode a lot, so yeah. <laughs> I've forgotten most of it, so let's see how this it's, goes. It's, it's a very crabby people ending. I say that a lot, but it's very much just like, well, I guess we got to get Spock's brain back in there. Yeah. Well, yeah. I did like the prop, like the way that they have like the wall and it's, it's a clever use of, cause obviously you're not going to be able to see the surgery. And again, if I were acting that, like I would not have been able to keep a straight face so that they can like do it at all. I'm, I have like well, a modicum of being you're not an actor, Chelsea. <laughs> yeah, and that's yeah. I know, but as someone who's tried to act, that's what I mean. Like it impresses me when people can, <laughs> like when they can actually like keep a straight face when it's just so bad. Oh, does anyone want to talk about the um, original of this before the edits? No. no, but I will say I did see that this is a um, <laughs> no <laughs> that the um, that the writing of this is this I forget the pseudonym, but it's the pseudonym for um, Jean Alcune, who is yeah, um, who has written a lot of just who was very bad for track, <laughs> let's put it that way, um, and produced a lot of pretty bad episodes too. But correct. Um, the fact that he was using a pseudonym to hide how <laughs> I did, even yeah. he realized. Even he realized. Well, and but it did seem like it was better before. Yeah, I, I did see those notes on Memory Alpha. I I thought there were some that were better and some that were worse. Yeah. yeah, I don't. This I think the concept of this whole thing is insane. Just so flawed that. Oh yeah. Yeah, that I don't know how you can make it work, frankly. Like, I honestly would have, I think I would have preferred it if they had, like, stolen all of Spock and, like, plugged him into a machine, and then, it, like, he was, yeah. like, dependent on the machine. Kind of, like, Borg. Kind of Borgy. Or, like, and... set him in a chair, right? Just set him yeah. in a chair and put that, yeah, like, yeah. teacher and, like, over have his him, head. Like, and, have like... a helmet on and, like, And they couldn't figure out how to everywhere. disconnect it. Yeah. 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 Like, I think that yeah. would have been better. Yeah. As you're well, saying, yeah. that is the Borg. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. it's Borg, but, like, it, that works better. No, <laughs> so... I think that... That simple switches would have helped a lot. Yeah, <laughs> Just... yeah. And then they have to find Spock. So then that would... It's the search for Spock 1. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> anyway. It. That makes me so yeah. happy. All right. Are we are we done talking about this weird episode? Yeah, I... <laughs> we... Yeah, I think I was like 10 minutes I'm ago. I'm happy but... to go to the <laughs> messages. Um, so... What did you... All right. What did you find? Oh no, there's some pretty surface level ones that are that are. Are there? Yeah, there's. There are not. There are. So the overarching anxiety about extreme mechanization, the machines like taking over society, and humans are essentially like atrophying as a result. That's one we get a lot, and it's definitely like the main oh, thing yeah, of this episode. I give it that. There, and that's very surface level and very obvious. I think um, there is definitely the also the overarching anxiety about women controlling society. And oh, like well, there's what, that, what, that one what men's place would be as a result. And then there's like the kind of a sub message. And this also occurs in a lot of episodes of like, uh, like how women, men uh, slash men need to like live and work together in harmony and each have their quote unquote, like separate roles. Um, that comes up a lot in yeah. Trek and I do not like it, but I do think that's part of their point here. A small no, point. that that is very. I I forgot about that note that they use the same language that they use in tons of episodes. That like, 
the same trope of they are talking to this guy and perfect normal communication and then they say like female and he's like i do not understand exactly. your words exactly um and that that has been used many times exactly they already. they love um, that crap. they love it they love that trope <laughs> yeah they love it's it. probably another gene alcuna it probably is in fact we could probably chart these <laughs> um, themes by episode and i bet we'd yeah. see a pattern but yeah, it is very much that, like, throughout the whole episode, you're right, that, that there's that heteronormative, like, mm-hmm. you need to have a mate. Like, yeah. we have the women and the men separate. Like, you need to go find each other. And, and, like, and that's why, yeah, their society's, like, not working. <clears throat> or that's the yeah. implication. That's part of it. And then the only <laughs> other one I had is, like, and this isn't well-developed, but, like, some sort of theme about, like, the mind-body dichotomy and, like, when someone is a person, when they're dead, that some part of you can live on without the body. And I don't think they explore it very well, and I'm not really, like, all either exploring it very well. But no, I do think I, that's something they're thinking about. I think that's a really, um, yeah, the, the philosophical underpinning of that, um, again, and there's a lot of, like, modern sci-fi that does it better, but it is a fun, like, philosophical question of, you know, say you know say we had the technology to do this sort of stuff and like abby and i would just put in two chairs and they started like switching neurons in our brain um like at what point does does do i become abby and what point does abby become me like those are interesting philosophical questions um let's find out (laughs) right (laughs) and i think that's what they're that's what they're shooting for here you're right just poorly like the question of and with 60s understanding of the brain right right exactly exactly I mean, it, it ties into the transporter too, right? They never really touch mm-hmm. on that philosophical question of like, the transporter kills you every time you use it. <laughs> yeah. And then it like creates a new you somewhere else. Um, and that's a philosophical <laughs> question that is super fun too. Of like, no. I like they don't, that. They don't, really, like that they don't really get to that until they get to Tom Riker in uh, TNG. Yeah. Tom Riker's duplicate. Mm-hmm. His double. Well, they, I mean, there are duplicates in TOS, but yeah, they don't explore the, oh, the like behind. Oh, yeah, 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 sure. Well, no, and Mirror are... Double Kirk from the transporter accident. Kirk 2, I think we called oh, him. Oh, yeah, yeah. Kirk 2 is what we called him. Yep. <laughs> I'm thinking that's Mirror Mirror, but you're right. <sighs> antagonists? Right, so antagonists. The Imorg, are those the antagonists? Like, the, the ladies? <laughs> yeah, yeah, so are they... So, do they have alien Are we going that it's lowercase I, capital M, org? I, yeah, I was doing, like, lowercase <laughs> i hyphen capitalized M-O-R-G. <laughs> That's not what I was going with. That is not how it was originally written in script. But, so. yeah. no, but it's better. But That's I don't how I'm going to write it. I like also want to put them super low. Yeah, like, you know, I... I, I mm. Are they in alien when... powers or are they regular people? Well, I think they're regular people. They're like, regular people with... Technology. Access to, to technology. Some of the most powerful technology we've ever seen. Yes. Right? That can knock out a whole ship at once with really no problem. And can beam onto the bridge with no problem, right? Like, it's... I get what you're saying, that, like, they don't really pose a big threat. No. But, I don't know. So are they... They're like M5 in the Ultimate Computer. Yeah, but like, I feel like, like M5 is was... harder to beat, though. Yeah, yeah I agree. I kind of agree. And I, I feel agree. like Romulan and Sarek could also take it. And Balok, mm. honestly. And probably Gary 7. I mean, here's the trick. If, if Gary the, 7 has better if, technology. If I would put on... it probably around Vol and the Oracle, because that's kind of a similar vibe I get from... That's oh, from about where... Apple, yeah. That's around where I would get. Yeah. 
Before we just listen to the apple, and I can't remember what Paul. Paul <laughs> it was it was Cave of Wonders. It was the Cave of Wonders. Yeah, it was Wonders. Cave of Wonders. But like, did he have any powers outside of the cave? Like, not outside the cave, but like they could like strike you with lightning and stuff. Oh, it's the lightning. That's right. Yeah. It was like yeah. Yeah, the Apollo lightning's powers. cool. Yeah. So I feel like Vol is more powerful, but then the Oracle on For the World is hollow. Like, I would maybe put it above the Oracle. Well, the Oracle, yeah, the Oracle could make that one room could make that room really hot. I, that's how, yeah, that that's problem, about right? it. That's why I would put it above the Oracle and below Vol. That's my that's my vote. Okay. Yeah, I might argue a little higher, but uh, I think I'm fine there. Sounds good. Yay! Because I think the the <laughs> trick is that like the pre credits. When she beams onto the bridge, she's, like, more powerful than a lot of these. But then the rest of the episode... Yeah, she doesn't have the, like, superpowers that the machine gave her. You know, we didn't mention that Spock, uh, Spock's robot Spock, being controlled by Kirk, when Kirk is in, like, seemingly unimaginable pain, he's still able to go and get a remote control and, like, pilot Spock to do delicate, like, grab wrist, (laughs) press red button. Yeah. (laughs) Good point, like, yes. <laughs> push button, push other button. And you'd think that if he could operate a small remote and see what was happening, that he could have just, like, crawled over and, and pushed push the button well, himself. Yeah, yeah. that's what I was yeah. saying with, like, with the acting in that scene. I, I think that scene is just really bad, too. But then he wouldn't get yeah. to play with fun remote control Spock. His toy would True. be useless, and True. what's the point? Mm. All right. Good Bingo, point. friends? Bingo? Yeah, I... I don't know. I don't think we got it, unfortunately. I just don't think there are enough. But boy, let's. I mean, there's a there's lot. There's some. Uh, there is. He says "fascinating" like a hundred times. He says they say the episode title fifteen times. Um, <laughs> they have bridge shakes. Their do their weapons don't work? There's they try to use their weapons. I think Sulu said before. Does ne- yeah. what is Chekhov's thing? He doesn't say anything about Russia. Though. Oh, he asked to Russia. Oh, does Yahura say... Oh, she definitely communicates. I don't know if she says hailing frequencies or open. Yeah, I don't know if she says the... Yeah. Um, they do... There's a... Is there a Kaplan's like, I don't know. Anyway, um, I would say optimistic, uh, you know, cautiously optimistic on this one, but... I said... So... Boy, wouldn't it, be, wouldn't it be the greatest just... Just out of nowhere to get a bingo on this episode. I would it love would you, I, I love I have, bingo. I have one one clarifier. Do we want to consider this space powers? Yes. Yeah, I think so. They have like a, a wrist thing that if She's an alien. Yeah. They make it clear she's an alien. I think there'd be a I think we're approaching a line there where if they clearly, if they had the budget effect to, like, have this thing shoot a beam out of it, <clears throat> and it be, like, clear tech or something. But the fact that it's just, like, some weird button they press that does, that hurts some people but not others, and, like, hurts some areas but not others, and there's only three buttons, like, they, and they it does all these it. different sorts of things. Yeah. And one of the buttons is, like, release the belts that, you know, <laughs> like, why put that button, why not have, like, a little shield over that button, you know, that's all I'm saying. So it, it is... I'll give it to you. Okay, that's fine. Um, Okay, so we were one away. We needed one. What did we need? We needed we needed a historic figure to show up, and then there's no way because there there's a decent amount. Like on the sheet, we had title of the episode is said obviously. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 
There's Wait, Captain's we log. need a clarifier on that one. Are we sure they said the? <laughs> uh, I'm mostly sure. I'm I'm po- I'm pretty confident. Um, there's Captain's log. The phasers are set to stun. Uh, Spock says fascinating five times. Uh, Kirk's there is a Kirk speech where at the end when he talks kind of to the the woman uh, about like yeah. no you'll build a new world and blah 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 anyway. Uh, Ancient of the history is mentioned Absolutely. at the very end. Um, mm-hmm. With Spock talking about, well, there was this one time on Earth. <laughs> and, like, okay. anyway. Uh, not on the sheet, uh, and there's a recurring actor, but uh, not on the sheet, uh, hailing frequencies. It was close enough. O'Hara was close enough to saying hailing frequencies open. Uh, Nurse Chapel. Um, and that that's it. So Did Sulu set a chorus? No, he doesn't. He didn't. Okay, shucks. He was, he was, like, following the trail or whatever, so he did not set the course. But um, it wouldn't have helped us anyway. So. Yeah. yeah. Um, Alas. But, yeah, one away. One away, friends. Oh, well. Live to bingo another day. Uh, all right. I love it. Guys, guys, Let's... all right, we got to guess. All right. I... This is tough. I want to say, I know I always say the Galileo 7, and, like, probability tells me I should stick with just one. But I really no. want to watch... Each, each draw is independent. I, you I know, I know, I know, as I learned in my stats class. But, um, okay, I'm going to say bread and circuses, because I haven't said Oof, that one in a that long rough. time. Boy, then do I go for Galileo 7, <laughs> or do I stick with my pull of Space Seed? I'm going to stick with Space Seed. Uh, no prizes this week. We gotta guess a second round. Okay, I wanna guess Arena. Charlie X. Still no prizes. Okay, okay, no, wait, I wanna um... guess the third one. Um, I wanna guess the one where they're Nazis. Have we, have we already done that one? Uh, no, we haven't, I don't one? think, actually. Yeah, but what's... I and, what I, I, and I don't think we said Galileo 7 yet, so no, I'll say okay. Galileo 7. <laughs> uh, still wrong. Uh, so... <laughs> <laughs> We're going to the closing episode of TOS. We're going to be watching the final uh, episode of season three, Turnabout Intruder. Oh my god, that's one that's very similar to this one. Captain Kirk's insane ex-lover, Dr. Janice Lester, forcibly switches bodies with him in order to take command of the Enterprise. Yes! (laughs) <laughs> it's oh god the sexism in this one. <laughs> oh yeah it's real bad it is and, and be... boy it's a lot of the same questions we were just asking like the philosophical exactly, questions exactly but... it's, it's no thematically it's very similar it's very similar so. it is a very similar episode thematically um and it is it will be our 60th episode yeah. <laughs> we gotta do something yeah. special do we? But anyway, but yeah, so, uh, uh, all right, friends. So, uh, don't forget you can follow us on your social media of choice, uh, Facebook and Instagram are where we hang out the most. And, uh, you can email us at info at three to beam Um, say hi, whatever, comment, subscribe, share all those good things and join us next time for turnabout intruder. <laughs>